ones who need to clean up, Jack. Clean up our act and stop lying to the people. We voted on this and we decided it was better this way. No, you decided, I voted against. What's gonna happen when we finally own up to being liars? You think people are gonna say, oh well, it was for our own good? So welcome to series two, episode 25 of Conversation on Eagle Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host, Lance, and joining the podcast panel today is Sabine. Hi. And Colin. Hello. We have episode notes done by Matt and myself. So series two, episode 25, the screenplay was done by David Fox. It was directed by Colin McCall, and the episode synopsis were read out by Colin. As the tribes finally start to work together, Ellie struggles with the knowledge the Marats are keeping from the rest of the city. While Lex struggles to find his place in the tribe, Casey uncovers information that could spell danger for Ebony. But what will he do with it? Okay, panel, let's jump right into things because as the episode opens, we see the Morats supervising various work parties and running a school. Um, and we discover that it's been two weeks since they found out the antidote is no longer necessary. And we learn from Jack that there was a majority vote to keep this quiet from all the other tribes. Ellie, however, is clearly convict conflicted about this. But Jack argues that it's good that the tribes are working together and that they're not lying to anyone, just not telling them the whole truth. So yeah, panel, a lot to pick through here. Like, is it really right for the Morats to co-opt, like, in quotes, workers slash slaves to achieve their agenda? Yeah, is this really unity or is this just dictatorship? Um, this is definitely dictatorship. But I find it really funny how, uh, especially Danny of all people, would complain about how things used to be run. Or I guess a lot of the a lot of these characters on the show complain how things are used to be run in the old world. But in this new world that they're building, they're kind of doing the same thing that what these corporations would do, with just not telling you the whole truth of things. And um, it's clear that they're they're playing it to their advantage so they can keep their power. And it's a uh, it's a bit sickening to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, I get why they're doing this, because finally everyone's working together to a common goal. But the way they went about it, it's just wrong. On one hand, there's a big chance that the other tribes would have just said, oh, well, we don't need you anymore. So, you know, we're not going to listen to you. We're not going to cooperate. Goodbye, Bill of Rights and everything. But yeah, on the other hand, I think there's some would have been some tribe leaders out there who would have seen the benefits of doing something for the common good. So yeah, I'm, I don't like that they did it this way, but I kind of get it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's understandable. But I mean, I'll give them props for starting a school because I do feel mm -hmm. like that's something that <laughs> needed to be done, especially if you have uh, grown teenagers like Lex walking around not knowing how to read and comprehend certain <laughs> things. So I'll give them a plus for that. But um I don't know. It's kind of like that old saying because uh, everyone looks as the Marats as the heroes, the saviors, people who are all high and mighty. And uh, the saying goes, everyone is real until you catch them being fake. And uh, mm -hmm. doesn't matter how good of intentions the Marats have with this power. It's they're absolutely abusing it. Yeah, they're no better than the Technos. <laughs> you, you mentioned it's like you mentioned, it's, it's an abuse of power. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, it is not it's not unity amongst the tribes. <laughs> They're only doing it because they need the antidote. They feel like mm -hmm. they need the antidote. And yeah, the Morats are abusing their position. They, like 
they are basically forcing workers and slaves to do what they need to do to clean up the city, to hand out flyers, to do whatever they like. Yeah. And yeah, it's no better than the old way. Like this is just supposed to be some new, some new vision, a new way, a new world, and it's just they're just replicating the mistakes of the past, and that's a surprise. Like you mentioned, Danny was trying to avoid that, but they're just in the same trap. Yeah, yeah. it's like nothing has changed. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's changed, but I will say this, which is something to think on. Um, obviously, this I feel like this would have happened if any tribe would have gotten the uh, the power of the of the antidote and all this stuff. So it's kind of like, who would you want to be your master? And in all side, considering all things, I think the mall rats <laughs> are probably the best in terms of the of being people's masters because they're such pushovers and they're relatively nice people. But yeah. This power is going to get abused regardless who's in charge. Yeah, but there were more tribes that seemed to be decent human beings, like the Gulls, for instance. You know? I'm not convinced every tribe would have reacted the same. Um, the Gulls, the Gaians, I don't think it would have been kept uh, a secret. And No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not convinced about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm more saying that, you know, there are more tribes that could have done things this way as the Malray rats did but i also think they're more who could have seen the vision of working together that's more what i meant uh do we have any proof that those tribes you just mentioned were at the gathering in that first season because what i was what, what i was going to say is if they're cool with people just being sold into slavery and not doing anything about it then they 100 percent would have abused this power if they would have gotten it because that's almost practically the same thing well I don't know. I feel like it's the same thing. It's a tough one because, yeah, yeah, you look, like, <laughs> you look, okay, obviously, obviously, you're not indentured slave as in, as in what the locos were doing, but in another way, you you are because you're, mm-hmm. you're you're being enslaved because you're you believe that you need this to survive to live. So, yeah, yeah, this is slippery slope. It's not that. It's a thin line. <laughs> Again, it's like choosing your master, and obviously, as awful as that sounds. I would rather choose the Malrats than any other tribe. You say, okay, I'm just, I'm just running, running with that. Cause like, let's say the locos got the, and found the antidote and began to sell it. Lord save us. <laughs> but you say that, but that wouldn't have lasted very long. Cause the people who couldn't have afford to buy it, they wouldn't have got sick. Eventually the secret would have come out way quicker. Yeah. No. Uh, it's possible, yeah, yeah. but so, in a way, it would have been better off the boys didn't have to find it. <laughs> I think that is possible, but also I think in that short amount of time, I think the locos would have done more damage than what the what the mall rats would have done. I think you would have saw more people died because they would have said, if you want the antidote, you have to give us something, when a lot of people don't have anything. Mm. And I think, uh, well, let's say I, I believe the population would at least went down 40%. <laughs> That's true in the beginning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and yeah, just to think, wrap that up, like, when do you think, okay we've, okay, we've gone through this, when do you think is the right time to tell them the truth? Hmm. I think the only right time would have been when they just found out. If they yeah. told everyone then, there might have been a chance that the rest of the city would have been, oh, okay, that's good. And they wouldn't instantly have hated them for it. But to keep it from them, everyone will see that as them not telling them, them lying, 
just to have the power. Right. Um, I almost feel like there isn't a, a best time to, to say it. I mean, I think you should just say it. I mean, maybe at that little signing of the Bill of Rights where all the leaders are there, maybe that would have been a good time because I think obviously not the whole city was there. And I think the tribe mm-hmm. leaders could have just told their individual tribes this information and maybe in a nicer tone so people won't go so crazy over it. But yeah, I think with news like that, you just got to say it. There is no yeah. perfect time. <laughs> I mean, it's like the more rats, they're putting their point of view, okay, they're going to clean up the city. They're going to make a school. But then what's next? Like, How, how long do you keep this running for? Like, <laughs> you, you know what you could do? You could just play stupid because that's a l- what a lot of uh, leaders in different countries do. You, you just mm-hmm. pretend that it's still a thing until it's not. I mean, here in America, when like swine flu was a, was a huge thing and people were like, oh my God, we're all going to get sick. We're all going to die. And then it just disappeared and no one <laughs> said anything about it like the next day. I think you should go about it like that. Um, okay. And then one last question about that. <laughs> Do you do you think the Morats went as far as they could have gone? Do you think a school and clean up the city was that enough? Do you think? Yeah, I think this is the furthest they could have gone. You know, at least the things they're doing right now are for the benefit of all. Like everyone benefits if the streets are cleaner, if there's fresh food coming from the farm, and if the kids are educated or at least. In some place where they're safe and entertained while the bigger kids do other stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I feel like if we would have gotten more information in this episode and maybe throughout the season about like how these schools are working, like is the school only at the mall or is it at like other tribe households or stuff like that? Then, yeah, I would say I think it's a good start. And I think people should definitely credit the mall rats for that. But um. I mean, I mean, they could do, I mean, with the power that they have and then what these Bill of Rights are supposed to do, this should do so much more. This should be technically a, a utopia in terms of what's happening out there in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of reminds me, <laughs> kind of reminds me of that Jay thing in season four. He's like, we're going to start a hospital. And then two episodes later, forget about the hospital. Don't just don't remind us. about <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, we don't talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah, that happens in this episode because, yeah, we're going to talk about the disappearing Bill of Rights in a bit. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but first of all, let's, t- yeah, talk about the Morats' reaction to the lies because um, Eddie confides her worries about the morality of what they are doing to Tyson, who tells her that this is a strategy to get the tribes used to the idea of cooperating before they come clean about the antidote in the hope that this will actually allow them to continue. But yeah, the main question here is like, what Tyson says here, does this fit her previous objections to using the antidote as leverage at all? Like, it's quite a 180 for her again, isn't mm-hmm. it? <sighs> well, I wouldn't say it's a 180 from Tyson. I think... I mean, besides no. Ebony, I think Tyzan's up there as one of the most deceitful, evil <laughs> human beings out, out there. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really shock me that she would say this. And this is used for a lot of countries on how they control uh, their their population, how they can control their environment. Uh, again, it's almost it's almost like a master plan at work but it's it's still sickening to watch it, it's so not tyson yeah <laughs> it, 
it doesn't fit her her view that she's presenting. <laughs> that view is a shambles. A shambles. <laughs> it's all it's all a gimmick. I really don't even think this is I don't even think Tizan's her real name. <laughs> Watch her name be like Victoria or something. And she just swished it just to seem more earthy. I mean possibly, but I mean the the, the Tizan that we've been presented to, she's all about balance and finding your inner truth and there's no rules yeah and no rules you're not being bound by these rules fake rules like how how is keeping this lie like balanced and and good and and karmic it doesn't fit with any of tyson's ideals it's like what uh, yeah why would she agree with this like she was even standing up in the tribal gathering to say saying no to the bit of rights no to these rules that like, mm-hmm. doesn't fit it doesn't fit tyson <laughs> She got a taste of that power, and immediately she was like, "You know what? This ain't so bad." <laughs> it's it's like it's again. It's like that old saying: "You would think the grass is greener when you start to get it a little green." Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a balanced approach, but I can't. Like, Liz, sorry, but I'm like, yeah, this is just yeah. No, I can't. Can't think of one. It no. makes no sense. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make sense with her view. Like, how how does how does this fit? I mean, what else would you expect from a techno spy? <laughs> <sighs> she, she, I think she was definitely a spy for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. it do, it does support that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. It's just we've seen her do questionable things morally mm-hmm. but this is just especially since he was so clear about how she felt about this yes mm-hmm. it's just it, it feels wrong but yeah um because she, she is not alone in this because yeah, let's move on to obviously Dao as well because um when <gasps> by some kids in the mall Dao quickly spins a lie about some people being naturally immune to the virus which is why they've gotten away with not having had their antidote for some time <laughs> And I don't know, for me personally, I thought that was a bit of a shock panel. Like, what did you make of that? Mm-hmm. Who went and corrupted our Dow? <laughs> <laughs> Just... That was so unlike Dow. <laughs> and, and, you know, lying to these, well, they seem to be part of the farm girls. So part of the people who he's working with day to day and just instantly going, yeah, no, no, it's not true. You still need it. <laughs> I mean, I get why he takes the spin on it that way, because... Dal knows things about medicine. He will know that in some cases people can be immune to something, but mm-hmm. that it's rare. So I get why he takes that spin on it. But just the fact that he does, it's just he must be so stuck in his idea of, okay, we're doing this to improve the world, to give everyone access to fresh food, get everyone healthy. That's yeah. the only motivation I can think of for Dal because anything else just doesn't make sense for him. Yeah, and then maybe to make it make sense, I think maybe Dale and 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 I'm sure everyone else in the Marats, besides Ellie, has probably just thought that, hey, if we want to actually do some good in this position of power, we have to get our hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Like there is no perfect rule of order of us living in this perfect world. We have to do the dirt in order for these people to live in peace and harmony. I don't know. Maybe he convinced himself of that. That's a pretty good convincing then. I mean, yeah. If you could feed the whole city, like, is that enough justification? Do you think? Like, 
is that worth the lie in your opinion what do you think i mean it's mm. i mean nothing justifies for people to live in a lie like because of this virus people are living differently they're thinking differently and you're holding that over people mm. and um that's um what i i think that's emotional blackmailing because mm-hmm. now they're just dependent on you for everything it's almost kind of like what what parents do to their kids kind of <laughs> but think of all the good he's doing you're, you're feeding the whole the whole city fresh food no one has to scrounge around looking for scraps is that yeah. not is that not worth it in a way <laughs> kind but, of yeah i get it yeah i mean just just look at it from their point of view and especially from dell's Mm-hmm. He's been looking at all these people in the city, starving, having to beg for food, having to steal for food, or worse. Mm-hmm. And here he is, having a chance to actually make a difference. But what he has to do is keep the lie alive. Yeah. It's- Listen, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. And I think <laughs> once we get to, to Season 5, we're really going to be able to look at it in a 2020-type view in terms of, was it really this bad for the Malrats to to rule the city and how they're aligned to us than what these other tribes have done. Because I'm sure some tribes would have been happy with it. Sometimes a lot of people agree that um, ignorance is bliss. And sometimes people would rather live in a lie and not know about it than know the truth. I'm sure a lot of people are happy with the Malrats and how they're running things right now. Even maybe if they have some type of doubts about them lying or whatever, but I'm sure it is a lot better than what these other tribe leaders would do. It's better than what Ebony would do if she was left on her own. I mean, I'm 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 still convinced it's better than what Ebony would do, what Ram would do, and definitely what the the Guardian would do. So again, it's pick your master. <laughs> it's a hard choice, but yeah, <laughs> it's a hard choice. Um, I mean, it's. It's a hard choice, but at least the Marats aren't killing people for convenience. No, but it's still <laughs> enslavement, and <laughs> yeah, there's no way to wrap around. It is, it is enslavement, so yeah, yeah. And to, I mean, to be fair, I mean, we'll get to it eventually, but like, they don't get the, what they deserve from this <laughs> this lie. To be honest, <laughs> nope, no, nowhere close to what the consequences they should have had for having this lie go on. Oh my goodness! Yeah, if this was <laughs> if this was a show that I wanted it to be, like something on like HBO Max, one of these Mallrats members would have gotten executed. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure if yeah, <laughs> Danny would have been strung up. Yeah, this lie. <laughs> we we can't string up pretty boys, so yeah, <laughs> Danny's a good choice. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Danny, um, there was a rather interesting moment in this episode because she seems to believe that Lex would be a better person to dish out justice than Ebony. And Lex is later shown up by Ebony when he tries and fails to apprehend a thief at the market. But he's later backed up by Alice, who wants him to prove himself. Um, Yeah, a few questions there, panel. A, does Lex deserve this? And B, like, wasn't this kind of weird from Danny to try and... Like, prop up Lex like this? Oh, I get why she does it. Yeah. I mean, she has a choice between two evils, and in her eyes, Ebony is worse. <laughs> so it's either incompetence or evil. <laughs> yeah. And incompetence, at least, well, you can try and you 
you can try and fix incompetence, but fixing evil is so much harder, especially in Danny's case when your boyfriend has history with evil. <laughs> At least he won't try and sleep with Lex. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Lex deserved that that job at the market. If anything, he should be. I mean, I mean, why do they keep giving Lex security roles when he's not good at it? And I don't know how he's gotten his reputation of the street brawler when he loses. I would say ninety percent of the fight season. <laughs> it's all uh, based on looks. You know what? That's yeah. a good point. We've actually never really seen Lex do much security. Actually. <laughs> It will be a great fighter, really, throughout the no. show. <laughs> no, I can't. The only fight I can remember him winning was, I think, a fight with Ved in season four. That's the only one. Everything else, he's literally gotten his butt kicked every single time. Mm -hmm. um, but besides that, I really think Lex should do some type of janitor role around the mall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining it now. Lex scraping off old bubblegum. Desks. Right, right. Because <laughs> to be fair, he should still be serving some type of sentence of what he did to mm -hmm. Celine. So he should be doing some type of community service. That's wiped under the carpet. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I am, however, in agreement with Alice that the best person to do is this job is the person who knows all the schemes they might pull. Um, yeah, Ebony will uh, still know that too. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, with, with Lex, they all Lex is open about it, and Lex is right. obvious about it. And Ebony usually relies on her bully boys to do stuff, and Lex has done stuff on his own. Yeah, I think personally, I think if I was in charge, I think Casey would be perfect for this, mm -hmm. not yeah. necessarily like head of security but what a lot of these corporations would do um in their stores or whatever they would have someone who acts like they're shopping but really they're kind of like the store manager or security or whatever and they mm -hmm. just oversee everything and they can tell how people move how they react what their intentions are and obviously have kc worked along with the local security that's what i think the perfect solution for that was not lex yeah but with the exception of Lex and Ebony, nobody has that amount of faith in KC. The rest all see him as some useless little boy who gets in the way and who's annoying. Yeah. And that goes to another saying, nobody cares about the youth until they're dead. Mm hmm But, no, I, yeah, I think Lex is the best person for this. I mean, if you want to, it's like, when you want to secure a computer, the best person to do the security is someone who could hack it. Mm hmm So... With stuff at the market, who better to keep an eye out for thieves and other scumbags than, well, someone who is a thief and a scumbag? That's true, but, but I still don't think Lex is that thief and scumbag that he once was. And not terms, of, and, and I'm not saying that he's like, oh, he's gone past his old ways, but he's like rusty as hell at it. <laughs> yeah, at least he knows all of them. That's true. I mean, most of the people who will do stuff are people Lex is familiar with. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, what do you think of Alice um, trying to get Lex to fix up? Uh, it's very... Listen, I was a little confused by it. Obviously, she, she means well. She wants people to succeed. She wants people to do better for themselves. But then also, mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. she likes him, which is a, a bit of a conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, uh, to, be, I mean, to be fair, she hasn't been overly 
um, infatuated with me at this point in time. It, it, okay, she, yeah. Yeah. It, come, it comes later, but yeah, she's been quite, like, stepped back with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine, as long as she keeps that same energy for the other people around the tribe. So let KC do something meaningful because if these kids don't have school or any other activities and they're just going to be running around and they will eventually grow up to be Lex. So let KC mm-hmm. do something. Well, she did, didn't she? She, she grabbed him and tried to make him go and do something. Yeah. I mean, she did try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and it's just an Alice thing, I guess. He just wants everyone to <laughs> be their best self. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's true. And she, she should w- be the leader. <laughs> She she Absolutely. went the best. went the best way about it, though. I mean, how do you get Lex to do something you want him to do? If she would have just said, "Oh, Lex, I think you should do it," then Lex would have been like, "Nah, I don't want to do anything." But by saying he already proved himself, she gives him the chance to prove himself. Yeah, and he does the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's just so out of it. Alice likes, yeah, but Alice likes giving people chances. Yeah, I get that, and I'm I'm happy that she she does that because somebody has to. But Bray wasn't gonna give him a chance like that, right? Hey, and why isn't Bray? Bray can do just security. No, people. no, 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 no. <laughs> don't act. Don't mean. Don't act like he has something better else to do. Bray <laughs> could not do even security. make a decision to save yeah. Jimmy's life. You know, you really don't. think Bray can be security? No, <laughs> I mean, it's still way better than Lex. <laughs> I mean, I have to give Lex this. No, yeah, no. Sorry, Bray is worse. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I mean, even in this case, even Lex is less likely to get distracted by a pretty face than Bray is. <laughs> a pretty face, a sob story. Oh no, mm-hmm. Bray is absolutely terrible at security. <laughs> Did you see it? Oh, I'm sorry, but I didn't have anything to eat, and my sister is starving. And that's why I stole all the batteries. <laughs> that's very true. You no, know, someone would have just had to bat their eyelashes at him. And he'll just go, ah, well, okay, but don't do it again, okay? And Lex would have just grabbed them. But yeah, you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, and uppercut them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to picture Bray as security. Uh, yeah. I, nope, nope. <laughs> very difficult picture. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's let's be real. Do do security, one has to be trained in it, right? People aren't just naturally good at security. There are different rules, different, uh, I guess, equipment you need to have. You need to learn about the space, the environment that you're in to, to protect it, all this stuff. So Bray can, he can learn. I know he can learn. An awful lot of optimism. Yeah, you have to be naturally observant to start with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Bray has got his heads way up in the cloud. He is not observant at all. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then when you add on the dis- decision making, um, <laughs> the decisiveness, it, no, he he has not got those core qualities <laughs> to be. Well, so you know what? Now I want to watch a buddy cop movie with <laughs> Bray and Lex. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, that's why Alice and um, Lex make such a great um, mm-hmm. team. Because yeah. Alice is very observant, as is Lex, but they've got those different qualities that bounce off of each other, and they're able to run the marketplace like exceptionally well. <laughs> but, very true. Yeah, it's it's so some people just don't have that quality. They have other assets. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you waiting for? He's guilty. Sentence him. 
Ebony, we have procedures. He took something from us. I say, we take something from him. Oh, like what? He hasn't got anything. Oh, sure he does. A little finger on the left hand. He'll hardly miss it. And yeah, let's stick with the issue of security. Because we need to talk about the Bill of Rights panel. Let's get into it. Like, has a major plot point been this unceremoniously dropped <laughs> as it has in the tribe? Because, like, we have a thief who steals from the market. And there doesn't seem to be a single procedure or documentation in the Bill of Rights about what should happen to this thief. To this thief. Like, both Ebony and Danny come up with <laughs> these different ideas on the fly. Like, there's no set pattern or form of judgment. Like, it doesn't seem to exist, these Bill of Rights. So what was the whole point of having it in the show? <sighs> it's a master plan. There was no Bill of Rights. As you saw, the pages were empty. Yeah, it, it was all bray, right? bray, bray, bray. Yeah, it was all bray, 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 bray. And I think Danny really made it. And this is just a theory. I think Danny just made this Bill of Rights just so she can be in power. But, 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 but what was in it? What was actually in the Bill of Rights that the whole city, the whole tribe's signed? If, if there was nothing about thieving, like not, not even basic stuff about stealing. It was probably a recipe <laughs> about what she wanted to cook for Bray. <laughs> How <laughs> she just worded it so much that people are like, oh, this is about the bills and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. no, seriously, like, what? Was I have no clue. Bill of Rights for the city to sign. Like, if there was actually no rules, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, you know it'll be really funny and really crazy. It will be absolutely insane if those uh, tribe leaders that signed it could not read, <laughs> like Lex. <laughs> and Danny knew that ahead of time. She's like, "This is perfect," and she just put whatever crap she wanted in there. Uh, it almost seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, it might, it might as well be, yeah, because they, they seem to have signed nothing, basically, because there are no rules. <laughs> These judgments just seem to come out of nowhere and may be made up on the fly. Like, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I just, I just don't get it. Like, they, they, they hang him up in the sewers, and that was just an on-the-fly thought. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like chain him up in the sewers with the rats. It's like... Is this your judgment? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is. Then you have Ebony saying, "Okay, we'll just cut off one of his fingers." Like, what? Was this not written in a bit of rights? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, that could honestly, that could have been something Jack would have said, though. Yeah, but how? How is this not in the bit of right? I, I just don't get it. This is important stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Interest. There's, there's, there's no trial. There's no putting him in jail. There's mm. just hanging him up in the sewers. And I'm sure they would have forgotten about him if someone didn't go check on him. Ah, poor hunger. <sighs> so mentally unstable. So unloved. Yeah, but is this was this like purposely done for like Ray and the writers to be like let's. Like, all right, the Bill of Rights served its purpose for the drama. Now let's kind of get rid of it and focus on another plot point. Maybe. I just don't understand it, why, why it was needed then. Like, because if, if you're going to use the antidote as the, the crutch, like to get mm -hmm. all the to work together, then why they didn't even need to sign this stupid document that we've had Danny whining about for how many episodes? If it <laughs> didn't come into play for about anything. So why have it? Why was it needed? I don't know. I, I can see the parallels they're trying to make. Like, this is their own kind of document of... I'm sorry, I don't know American stuff. Like, your 
what's it called? <laughs> Oh, Declaration of Independence. Declaration, yeah, it means that, that means absolutely nothing. So yeah, if anything, <laughs> it is the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I can understand they're trying to reflect reflect that the kids were doing their own version of that, but it just yeah, it comes into doesn't never comes into play. So like, yeah, I don't know. Well, in that case, then it's genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. And then Danny's not a leader, right? Technically, she's not. She's not a leader. Right in terms of okay, the Marat, Daddy still... is, is not actually leader. <laughs> nope. Yeah, she is not technically a leader. Right, she, she's not a leader, but she's no. been at every meeting. <laughs> she's like Madam <laughs> like she's the first exactly. lady. Exactly, exactly. And I, and it's funny how Bray is still the leader, and then I, I guess Ebony's co-leader, which no one, mm-hmm. no one really believes in that, but. I think it's so funny how Bray is still the leader, but yet when something like this happens, they don't go to Bray first. <laughs> they go no, to Danny. They, because they know he's just a figurehead. Exactly. They're like, we don't want to yep. sh- stress Bray out too much with this. If he finds out, he'll literally start overthinking, and then he'll start taking off his shirt, and he'll start prance- prancing around them all, and nobody wants that. Uh, I- I'm suddenly reminded of something Bray actually said about Lex in season one, but it applies so much more in this situation. Talking to the organ grinder, not the monkey. And in this case, Bray being the monkey. Yep. Unfortunately, the organ grinder died. <laughs> I miss her so much. <laughs> yeah, but even I miss her at times, so. Yep. We're left with the monkey. Take something. <laughs> yeah. This is, um, yeah, this, well, you know what? And because the Bill of Rights have nothing on it from what we've seen here, it now it kind of makes sense why the schools stop existing and everything that they kind of build mm-hmm. up from this power just went away within a within, a, within an instant. Can you imagine how that went over to the kids, though? Yeah, sorry, you had all the time to yourself, but you're going to school now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, for. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised how they would have they would have forced them to come actually and then learn. Um, yeah, that's weird. And how the girls are in there, but not every other person is. Yeah, the girls are a little too old. I mean, they should be in school, but like, oh, they're way too old. That yeah, that was a <laughs> ridiculous every, scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go should... write your name on this piece of paper, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe and Patsy are way too old to be doing that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. insulting to them. That's oh my god, it's so insulting to, to their characters. But absolutely, I, yeah, there needs to be grades, if anything, or at least an age range to this. I can understand the the, the concept of school and trying to teach the kids to um, spell, but yeah, Patsy and Chloe should not have been in that initial class. That yeah, <laughs> if they were meant to be in there, why not KC? Right, well, right. Because that's the difference once again. KC gets away with things, and the girls have to do what they're told. It's because he's a boy. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's double standards. It's very interesting. Yeah. The show does treat KC like an 11 year old. He treats him and gives him a bit of respect. But the, the, yeah. the, the, Patsy and Chloe, they are really treated kind of badly. Really. Yeah. Honestly, they are. <laughs> so it's low key sexist. It's low key yeah. sexist. It is odd. <laughs> mm hmm. And you know what? And we can blame why Patsy's development as a character is because of this. It's because they sheltered her so much that she mm. normally can't make decisions on her own and why she always thinks like a child. 
Right. It's Chloe's different. Chloe kind of, she was separated a little bit from them. Yeah, but Chloe had some street smarts. Mm. Oh, yeah, she definitely did. She definitely did. A couple. Not enough to not, you know, run into a street to grab a cat when there's a police car driving at you, but. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, she grew into it, though. Like, she, mm-hmm. she definitely grew up. Season four, Chloe. I don't care what anyone says. I love it. Oh, <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> I love it. We've not discussed season four, Chloe, yet because <laughs> we don't talk about that. I love oh it. Oh my god, that's going to be a whole. Oh no. <laughs> well, I mostly love it because this is the place is like one of my favorite songs ever, and I love that she's blasting it every time she's in her room. <laughs> Oh my god, teenage Chloe, I can't cope. But um <laughs> Yeah. Luckily we're not there yet. Yeah, the Chloe now, she she's more socially aware. Um which makes this all the more weirder that they I think she can separate like the kind of I don't know. Ah, I was gonna say oppression, but it sounds bad, but yeah, the way the more rights treat suppress them and treat them as such young mm-hmm. kids when they're not. It's weird. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think she is more more consciously aware than than what patsy is but i don't know how patsy became to be that way i would love to interview one of these writers and just figure out why are these uh group of young women always treated as children Mm. because that's how that's what happens a lot in society right yeah 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 absolutely it's the whole ah the poor little girls they have to be protected oh the boys they can pull their weight Okay, so okay, so how old is Ellie then? Because that's that's not a huge age gap between them. Hey, Ellie is a year younger than Trudy is, something like that. Yeah. That's okay. A, that's a big gap. So at that age, that's a huge gap. Mm. Okay. I mean, it would have been nice to see the two older versions of the two. Um, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see if they would have remained friends or if the divide between them would have gotten too much to bridge. If you saw, what I mean. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it would have. Okay, here's a hot take. I think Chloe, if she would have stayed, I think she probably would have been a little bit more like May, a little bit, but more on the techno side because she still loves Ved. And I think Patsy would have turned into gel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But it's they're still the best friends. Thing, it's, not, it's not the nicest thing to say, but I can see that. Yeah, I can actually see that. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you're right. Chloe actually kind of was turning into May. Yeah. That's not, that's not far off the truth. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a fault. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we're evil? Evil? Well, the more it's. No. Why? Because we've got too much power or something. I think we have, but that doesn't make us evil. Why do you ask? Because you were in the amulet. Well, I looked it up in the dictionary and it, I mean, charmed against evil. So Ellie starts wearing the amulet from the farm and when Jack does some research he discovers that his purpose is to ward off evil and dismayed by this he asks Ellie if she thinks that the Morats what they're doing is evil leading to a discussion on the dangers of having too much power and people doing bad things with good intentions. Um, so yeah what do you think of Jack's ultimate decision to rename the new sheet and to refuse to go along with the lies and what do you think of their connection? It shows why they're the best couple in the entire series. <laughs> was he doing it to just, just to get the girl, or did you think he he actually understood her thoughts on the matter? I think he went with it to please Ellie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Because you know, we've seen Jack's views on things. He's not opposed to having people work to get what he wants. 
mm-hmm. he doesn't mind not telling everyone everything because well from his point of view not everyone is mentally capable to understand the truth anyways <laughs> but yeah in this case i think he really did it to just go along with ellie and to make sure that she still liked him and that she mm-hmm. wouldn't go to dal with the oh everyone we're being so evil <laughs> you know he wants to make sure that he has her on his side that she feels like he has her back and that's what he's doing. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And are the Marats evil? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're like evil, but I would just say they're just corrupted. Like what most people most people are when they get to that kind of higher power. It's almost unavoidable. They're a specific level of gray. <laughs> it's like they're a gray area. They're not evil, but they're not innocent either. Right. And most of them, with the exception, it's being... Ebony and well, Lex, Casey, most of them aren't just in it for personal gain. They actually want to make that city a better place for everyone. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell they want to, but I didn't say they were good at it. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not good at it. I think that's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But I feel like it's like a certain type of. Um, I feel like it takes a special individual to want or sh- that should take over the city and make these judgments and try to uh i don't know make it for the better of people and and it's just clear that the marats don't have that it factor you know because i feel like you do have to be somewhat kind of evil to be in that type of role in order to get things done and to make the city better but i think the marats are too much like um i don't know I, i don't know i feel like an analogy would be like Darth Vader, <laughs> right? For Darth Vader to be the strongest and do the most in the galaxy, he had to be all dark side, but he wasn't. He still had some light side into him. And I think that's what the Marats uh, kind of fail at. They're not all bad, but yet they're not all good either. And I think that's why most of their stuff r- running the city failed. And um, yeah, what did you make of Jack and Ellie kissing? <sighs> oh, well. Has happened sometime. Yeah, it's not the worst kiss I've seen on this show. <laughs> Alice did prepare him. Yeah, that's true. Oh, which is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah, that kiss was, uh, I don't, well, first off, it's weird because Jack kisses with his eyes open, so. <laughs> but some people do. Well, listen, any woman would tell you that they are weirded out by that. <laughs> if you kiss with your eyes open. But how could the women eyes. know if they didn't do the exact same thing? Well, there's like a, there's like a brief moment when like you're done kissing and you start to open your eyes. And then once you see that, their eyes are just wide open. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. He's learning, I guess. I don't know. He almost kind of looked confused when it was happening. He's like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> So this is what people are talking about. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot to take from this. If you if you really look at it, the way Ellie was kissing him, it was like she's done this before. So I kind of wondered <laughs> who is she making out with before Jack? Farman. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, Ellie's not as short as Jack. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Farman. She was going in and out of the city. <laughs> right. Yeah, and just think of all those boys who came to work at the farm when their parents were still around. <laughs> yeah. 
you you know that would be like a really cool little spin-off episode <laughs> like a five minute episode of Dale oh. just walking around the city and then everybody that Dale runs into they're just talking about like oh yeah i used to make out with this girl at the farm <laughs> i can't remember her name but <laughs> she was blonde, blonde. yeah <laughs> Oh god. She was making out with everybody, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Did you make out with her? That would have been hilarious. Oh poorly. Pound <laughs> 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 <Tom> skank. <laughs> hey, someone has to be. It's it will be one hundred percent true to her character from what we see for season three. One hundred percent. Just because of what no, we can't say that. I'm gonna defend Ellie here. <laughs> <laughs> one instance that happens we can't say that she goes around doing this all the time <laughs> oh but it's so much fun to say <laughs> <laughs> the evidence is there <laughs> I'm going to have to defend Ellie here well good luck with that I know what happens later on is is not good especially for all the Jack fans but <laughs> she, we can't say she goes around having fun with all the farmhands <laughs> and all the city kids <laughs> I wonder how many guys she's made out with in no. season two alone. Just season two alone. <laughs> just Jack. Just Jack. We don't know that. We don't Jack know that. Jack. Um, and, and yeah, there was like a new musical cue as well that I hadn't heard before on the show. Like, what did you think of that? Well, that's something that I already used. Intelligent, brainy, sexy, maybe. Oh, I'm a sucker for any any TV show musical score. Like any of those little sounds and music and instruments playing. I absolutely love it. It was cute. Yeah, I want more of that. But unfortunately, a lot of stuff in this season is not really romantic. So, <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to wreck my brain to when it's played again, but I, I, can't, I can't remember when it's played again. Yeah, I would love to hear it more. I'm not sure, actually. And yeah, just to wrap up that kind of Jack and Ellie discussion, like... With Jack deci deciding, like they won't tell any more lies in the news, mm -hmm. <laughs> news sheet. Like, where did you think that would go? Actually, go. Like, did they really think they would be able to just tell the truth themselves and <laughs> spread it out to the whole city? Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. It's seemed like a half plate. Were they thinking? Yeah, no, they weren't thinking. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not sure they thought that far ahead about what would actually happen to them hmm. if they would tell everyone. Yeah, it seemed like a half baked plan, and then I'm sure Danny would have at least suggested the idea of them getting thrown out <laughs> for no, 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 their no. power. Not thrown out, just chained up somewhere. Yeah, chained up in the sewers. That's not far wrong. Yeah, they, they would have kept the secret buried. Yeah, yeah. they would have been locked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, Danny would have locked them up. They would have not yeah. escaped to tell anyone no. this. Because <laughs> this that will crumble all their power, yeah. But yeah. That, Danny absolutely would do that. And Bray would as well, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, it, it is treason. <laughs> it's treason from yeah. what they're thinking. Bray, Danny, and Ebony would all agree to lock them up, yeah. Oh, wow. That's actually that's a terrifying thought. Yeah, <laughs> they, they would not have let this escape. <laughs> nope. So who's the bad guys here? <laughs> Ooh! Everybody. <laughs> Ebony. It's like game of, I've always told people, like the tribe is a Game of Thrones for children. There are no, there are no, uh, no good guys. Perfect. Yeah, there's no good guys. There's no perfect human beings on the show. Everyone has dirt on their hands. 
Mm-hmm. That's realistic in a way, isn't it? It's like no one's perfect. Everyone's got shades. It's realistic, at least. Yeah, I wish I can appreciate that. I mean, I honestly can't imagine watching this show as a kid because um, I, I feel like all the issues and all the topics they would have discussed would have went completely over my head. But um, I can definitely appreciate it as an adult with everything they're talking about. A lot of it is very realistic and a lot of it is just like, oh, why would these characters do that? <laughs> I think that makes all the difference the age you were at when you watched it for the first time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my first time watching it was as a teenager. So a lot of crazy things made a lot more sense than they do now. I, I bet Tyzan seemed like such a wise person to you. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Tyzan first time around. After though. I loved Tyson the first go around. It was only later I was beginning to wonder, thinking, like, this doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, initially I was like, she's so wise. She she's so she understands herself so well. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. fantastic. Like, this is a great, great. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> but then it's like, wait, this doesn't match this. This doesn't match this other thing she said. This doesn't match, and yeah, it kind of falls apart eventually. But. Mm-hmm. Initially, yeah, she was, she was fantastic. <laughs> so that leads us to our final thoughts of the episode. Shocking to find something useful to do, Casey Law is in the city and overhears Spike vowing revenge on Ebony for framing him for the poison incident. He follows him and reveals all to Ebony, but tells her that Spike is alone, causing her to be outnumbered when she goes to confront him. So, yeah, panel, what did you make of that final cliffhanger? Ah, Casey, you conniving little. <laughs> Adorable little kid. I don't see the I don't see what the big deal is with Spike. That sounds like a him problem than an Ebony problem because you allowed her to take advantage of you when you clearly could have just came came with the truth to the rest of the tribe. And Ebony would have been out on her own. She definitely would have gotten kicked out, and most likely he would have stayed. And maybe he could have been the head of security (laughs) that were that were desperately searching for. So that definitely sounds like a him problem than an, uh, an ebony problem. But remember, the, the, the militia, the locals were terrified yeah. of ebony. She, yeah. She, like, ruled them really strictly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they were obviously afraid of her. Um, that's, that's still their fault. And we don't know what, what she promised. We don't know what she eventually promised Spike to do this. We don't know the mm-hmm. full details, but... Because there might be a lot of things that she promised him that she'll never make good on, but... Mm. Yeah. You were stupid enough to believe she would. I mean... Listen, I'm always I'm always going to make fun of Spike. I'm always going to let down on him for letting uh, how tall is Ebony? She's like five foot flat to let this woman take advantage of you like that. She, she is a good fighter. Come mm-hmm. on. Ebony, from everything we see, she, Ebony's a good fighter. She's a good street yeah. fighter. We see her moves like Spike can never take Ebony on one on one. Oh, come on. Spike cannot take Ebony. He can't. It's, it's, I'm it's, not buying that. No, Colin, he can't. She is no. a good better fight than him. Sorry. She, <laughs> she is. She had martial arts training. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she's a better fighter she's than virus. I don't care what kind of martial arts training you have. You're not going to beat someone who weighs like... Wait, wait. Are you saying just because someone's taller and bigger, they're a better fighter? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Carla, oh, yeah, I'm not saying they're a better fighter, that, but they can get 100 have a better chance to win the fight. That's factually untrue. Just because you're bigger, no. Sorry, Colin. That's factually untrue, Colin. 
if she is five foot flat and Spike looks to be at least five ten, I mean, it's just I'm not saying he could win the fight. He has a better advantage than her, a way better advantage. It doesn't matter their training. Doesn't matter their training. No, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Ebony is is a skilled fighter. Everything we see of Ebony, we see a fight. And we've seen what she can do. Spike, Spike doesn't have a hard counter. Yeah. So, okay, well, well, tell me this: Who will win in the fight, Spike or Bray? Spike. Spike. <laughs> okay, if you say Spike, Spike, then Bray Spike. beat Ebony in a fight. When? When did when did Bray beat Ebony in the fight? In season Bray three, Ebony. when they were fighting with like sticks. <laughs> what the pretend? That was not pretend. Pretend training with pride is that? What that you was know? not pretend. That's no in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Bray beating Ebony. No, that, that's Ebony just playing him. No, stop it. <laughs> I don't. Well, what, what, what fist fight? Well, well hold on. What, what fights have we actually seen Bray do? <laughs> well, we've seen Bray. We've no, seen no, Bray fight. Think about, no, think about it. When have we actually seen Bray fight? <laughs> A drunken Lex. A drunken we've Lex. Seen, yep. Yeah, That's we've seen crazy. him fight drunken Lex. We've seen mm-hmm. him fight in, uh, yeah. I want to say season three, when he was about to get burned to death. We've also no. seen him. No. Was that mm-hmm. not a fight? No. Nope. All right. I'm totally was, going to that, that episode was, right now. That was Brady's a rescue party. No. He's, he was still fighting someone. No, no. He's led many a rescue party, but Bray, we've not seen Bray fight. We've, we've seen him fight. Ever. We've seen. No. Okay. There's been instances no. where we've seen him fight. When the van was about to get blown up when he was fighting a chosen, we've seen him shove someone out of the way while trying to run. No, he was not shoving people. We've not seen a proper fight with Bray. Sorry, we haven't. We just are crazy right now. No, the truth, we haven't. I'm going to these episodes as we speak. There, there's a difference between that's the big difference between Bray and his younger brother. His younger brother was actually able to kick some ass. I. Listen. We've seen that. We've seen Zoot kick ass. We've seen Glenn kick ass. We've mm-hmm. seen Ebony kick ass. She doesn't really not kick anyone's ass. What? Glenn oh, on, literally jumped Lex <laughs> with a group of people. I, I don't know what to say. I, and Lex still shows evidence is like you know what I think. Fire. <laughs> I think you guys, along with the rest of the fandom of the tribe, have a very obscure vision of who are like <laughs> the best fighters. See, are. this is what this is okay. This is what Liz mentioned before again. Like, um, Tyson is, isn't a skilled fighter. We, no. this, is, this is just uh, an illusion that we got from the one kick that she did. We never yeah. see her actually fight or, or have a battle. Like, this is the I thing. I would like, honestly say yeah, but- Tyson is as skillful as Ebony. Because see, it's no. training, right? You're, you're it's thinking training. of that one. You're thinking of that one little scene that we see. That one. No, no, no. no. It's and training. I mean, right? the whole fandom has formed this. She's a fantastic fighter from this. But that one little kick scene. But again, like, no. <laughs> Listen, you're saying Ebony has martial arts training. We see you it. See this later. So we, does Tyson. No. It's just a different martial arts. Again, when do we see Tyson fight? <sighs> We're looking you at see, you see her train. We see her train in martial arts yeah. with her dancing. And pride together. Mm-hmm. But there's a big difference between the type of training she was doing 
and the actual fighting. So let's go back again. So then when have you seen Bray train and fight and show that he's this capable fighter that we keep saying he is? Like, We've never awesome. seen him train. We've seen no, him fight, never. though. We've 100% we have never seen him fight. seen Bray train. Bray's never trained. He's never run. He's never... No, nothing. <laughs> the only time we've seen Bray run was in a pre-tribe during basketball, and not even that. Uh, and what was Ebony doing in this episode? She was training. We see her training. We see her doing her fighting stances. Bray never does this. Come on. Like, in a fight, we know who's going to win this fight. <laughs> no, there's no way. It does not matter. We know who's winning this fight. Fight does there's not no matter. Way. Ebony oh. is winning this fight. Come on. Bray and Ebony, look at, again, looking at what the show has presented us, one person will clearly win in that fight. Clearly, from what the show itself has shown us. And then again, looking at Ebony and Spike, again, what the show has shown us, is a clear winner. <laughs> Clearly, what the yeah. show again. The show is evidence. What it's, it's given us. <laughs> Come I on. Mean, the only time I might agree within Tribe World that size matters if it were Ebony versus Alice. No. Then it might be. Yeah. You know, a I challenge. Yeah. But because she's that much bigger than her. <laughs> Alice is a, is a fighter as well. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Yes, she is a fighter. She Alice is a fighter. Well. Alice is strong. Mm -hmm. Alice okay, is okay. But listen to, listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying. Just no. S skill wise, fighting wise, who's better, Alice or Ebony? From what we've seen, I'll still say Ebony. Okay, yeah. so then you're saying Alice will still win because of her size. No, I'm saying Ooh, Alice, Alice has skills as I well. Said, yeah, she has skills. I didn't say Alice would win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I said, in that case, there might be a challenge on who will win. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, if you compare Ebony to Bray, I mean, come on! All it takes is her <laughs> pulling down her shirt a little too much and giving him a good kick, and he's down. Oh my god! <laughs> what, 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 what moves has Bray shown that he can do? <laughs> it's not like he can smolder her down. I, has he shown any fist skills or martial arts, or that he's light on his feet or anything? He's good like with a staff. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, poison sticks. He 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 was. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> He's not shown any skills in fighting. That's, that's not right. I mean, Sorry. I mean only in that moment. Where, that's all you need about... in, on the show. All you need is a moment and say, "Hey, this person can fight." I, right? I, I, I mean, you look at even Chloe. I would say Chloe <laughs> is a better fighter than a lot of other people. Oh come on. <laughs> All it takes is a moment. She fended off. Uh, you can even say she's a better fighter than Jack because she fended off uh, tribe circles with pillows. So right. she <laughs> pillows. It was something. It was like at the end of season three where she fought off some people that were like harassing Jack or whatever. You, you can't use or just not, one, not even harassing him. You mean one. you mean the one little person where she was throwing rocks at them? <laughs> she wasn't throwing rocks, was she? Or maybe it's still <sighs> a lot better than what Jack did. I mean, but if you think Bray's a good fighter, who would win, Bray or Pride? I would say Colin. I might say Pride, but it depends Might's. on what they're fighting Might. for. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Pride barely beat Lex, right? It was like a draw. It was a draw between him and Lex, and I do believe Bray can beat Lex. Yeah, when he's drunk. No, not even when he's drunk. I do believe he can beat that because I don't think Lex is a good fighter at all. The problem with Bray and Lex, as we've like, talked about before, is that Lex isn't afraid to fight dirty. Mm -hmm. Bray would right. lose that fight. 100% he would lose that fight. 
in a in a fight, he would just would lose because Lex would not play fairly. No. So he no, he would lose. Sorry, <laughs> he would lose that fight. <laughs> Absolutely lose it. Um. Oh yeah, just to finish off, um, did it surprise anyone at all that Ebony wasn't afraid at all, even though she was surrounded? Ebony still thinks these boys are scared of her. It's adorable. Yeah, that's some quite the reputation that she has, or the fear yeah. that she's built into yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Like even surrounded, she's still looking at the spike as if he's dead. As if yeah, what? <laughs> it's like that's impressive. That's imp <laughs> that's gutsy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she feels like she's untouchable. Do you think that's deserved or arrogance? <laughs> arrogance. I mean, par it, it's partly des deserved, but not amongst the people that she was always ordering around because they know her. And, you know, they were willing to throw her out when uh, things looked bad for her earlier, when Bray had to rescue her in season one, even though she had him captive. I mean, it's definitely arrogance. I think when someone gets so gets away with how they've been acting for so long, they'll just start to be, they'll believe they're untouchable. Well, that is what happens quite often. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, so that brings series two, episode 25 to a close. Thank you very much to the panel. And if you'd like to take part in a future episode of the podcast, then you can fill out the form over on our website, thetribe.co.uk, or send us a message on over on the Facebook page. And yeah, please do let us know what episode specifically you want to take part on. It just makes it easier to organize. So we'll see you next time for episode 26. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye.